Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States. Every single day, 130 Americans die by suicide. And every year, suicide takes the life of over 48,500 Americans. In 2019, suicide was the second leading cause of death for Black African Americans from the ages 15 to 24. Black females grades 9 to 12 were 60% more likely to attempt suicide in 2019 as compared to non-Hispanic or white females of the same age. So check me out when I say this. I can't speak for anybody else in this podcast when I say this, but I can definitely speak for myself. I know how it feels to feel alone, to feel like nothing's going right for you. And I can tell you that you're not alone. Fuck the suicide hotline. Don't You don't got to worry about calling it. Like you can't call nobody. You can call me. You can DM me, text me on Snapchat. If you got any of my social medias or hit me in a DM, ask for my number. We can have a real heart to heart conversation. I know how it feels when you think nothing's going right. I know how it feels when you just want to give up. But I promise you, I know your thoughts and you're probably thinking the world is might be a better place without you. But I promise you, it is not a better place. And it will not make it a better place for any other people that are associated with you or that are in your life. So just be thought of your friends and your family when you make that decision to try to end it. I understand it's a very touchy topic. And I understand that we all have friends or we know somebody that probably took their life or is no longer with us because of a accidental suicide or even just, you know, they did it. So just for the friends and the family members that we have lost in this year, last year, just period, can we please give them a slight moment of silence, please? All right. And I appreciate you for that. And like I said, please don't be afraid to hit me up. I am not a celebrity and I am not a special person. I promise you. I'm always on my phone and I am always available. So if you're feeling sadness of any type or if you feel like something's not going right in your life. So on that note, I want to welcome y'all to the third episode of the Bad Decisions, Good Intentions podcast. And today we have a very, very, very special guest coming from Polk County, Florida, Los Angeles, California. Go ahead and talk to him real quick, man. Yo, yo, what up, what up? It's Whitson the King, Whitson Charlemont from Winter Haven, Florida. Came to tap in with my people real quick, having a good conversation. So I'm just excited to be here, man. Yes, sir. And just in case this is your first time tuning in, I am your host, T. Hutton, 3T, T3, Hancho Houdini, whatever you want to call me, but you can just call me Tristan. <laughs> man, what? You got 30 names. Could be anybody. Oh, hey, it's, man. It's, it's your boy, King Julian. I go by Beans, but hey, hailing from Polk County, Florida. No, 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 no. No one, no one called you that. Let's not lie. <laughs> ah, okay. Stop the cap. Stop the cap. <laughs> uh, it's your boy, Jack. What a do. And also, you know what I'm saying? For the second week in a row, our lovely co-host, Schnurly, is having technical difficulties. She will be joining us soon. So <laughs> be on the lookout for her. So... As I was saying earlier, we have a very special guest with Charlemagne, and, and he has affected me and possibly a lot of other people in many ways. He's paved the way and showed people you don't have to play sports. You don't have to sell drugs. You don't have to be the, the rapper or whatever the hell y'all kids into nowadays. You don't have to do that. It, it's another way to do this. And so if you need to, please hit him up. 
because he can definitely give you better advice than me because that is someone who I go to for advice a lot and he'll tell you I'm not just capping on this podcast. <laughs> no, that's facts, that's facts. So he'll definitely tell you better than me. But before we get stuff started with, mm-hmm. my boy Beans got a warm-up segment for you that we want to get into. So Beans, talk to him. All right, so listen, how long you been in Cali for? Uh, four and a half years. All right, and so you're originally from Florida, so we got a little, you know, teaser, a little icebreaker for you. So a little bit of a Cali versus Florida. You into that right now? All right, let's do it. Let's see what you get. All right. So we you like Cali or Sacktown? Which one's your favorite? Say that again for me. I say you like Cali or you like Sacramento, Sacktown? Uh, what you Cali is the state. What are you talking about, Bruno? California? What? <laughs> no, I said t- Tally. I didn't. Oh, Tally. Oh. Ta- oh, okay. I was like, oh, you Tally or Sacktown? Um, I haven't been to Sacramento though, so I got to go with Tally. All right. Uh, attraction. We got Golden Gate Bridge or Kennedy Space Center. Which one are you rocking with? Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's go with <laughs> Kennedy Space Center, man. Okay, let me learn something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, another one. Disney World, Disneyland. I'm going with Disney World. Okay. You never been to Disneyland? I've seen Disneyland, but I think Disney World is a bit uh, more attractive. All right. Uh, next one. We traveling to Miami for uh, spring break. We going to L.A. For, sp- uh, for spring break? I mean, <laughs> I'm going to go. No, nah, I'm asking off real because check this out. I, on one of my spring breaks, I went to Cali for spring break, but I've been to Miami too. So I'm like, Ugh. Uh, probably Miami because there's going to be more people that I know. But I, okay. I mean, the, the L.A. spring break is cool too. Hey, little Havana down there for sure. Um, <laughs> next one, we got you like T Pain or we rocking with Snoop Dogg? Ooh, oh, what? Nah, that's a good one. Why you playing? That's a good one. Yes, I sir. like T Pain. That's crib, but Snoop OG. Um, I gotta go with Snoop on that one. Okay, Cali got another one. Um, uh, we watching Wesley Snipes or Clint Eastwood? <laughs> Wait, I'm going. With, I'm going with Wesley, man. Hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. What? What are you? I'll, I'm rocking with it, bro. I'm going with Wesley, bro. Is Wesley <laughs> from like Tallahassee or something? Is this something you not telling? I don't know. Wesley from Florida. This, yeah, he, this is from, interesting. Oh. I don't know. Okay, that okay, was a okay. good. I'm, hey, I like where you're going, bro. Learn new things going. every day. Okay. All right, another one. We got the Backstreet Boys or the Beach Boys. Oh my God, man! Backstreet Boys go hard though. I'm gonna go yes, Backstreet. Aaron Carter. <laughs> <laughs> So who are you rocking with? I'm going Backstreet. Backstreet boy. He said Backstreet. Okay, bad, bad. Um, Bella Thorne or Drew Barrymore? Um, I'm, can I skip that one? <laughs> Respect, respectfully. You respectfully, can, you can. yeah, respectfully. Yeah. Two times All right. for sure. Yeah. This one, the uh, you got Bob Ross. Are you hanging out with Bob Ross or Ben Affleck? Um... I got to do more research because I don't know how they feel about um, people of color. So I got to see. But that's a great, that's a great question. Yeah. We got athletics. We got Mr. Drew, uh, sorry, Derwin James. Or are you rocking with Tiger Woods? Derwin, Derwin man. Derwin, that's hands down. <laughs> okay, okay. And then last but not least, um, paying respects, RIP to both. Uh, Triple X, Tentacion, or Tupac? Pop. Pop, okay. I like Pop too. But hey, shout out to Triple X, man. RIP to both. Yeah, for real. Why yeah, you say Pop. Triple X? It's XXX, Tintasha. But why you say triple X? That sounds like so weird. <laughs> I mean, but when people say triple H, does that sound weird? Well, that's his actual name. So uh, that, that's not a good comparison. You really need to work on your comparisons, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was interesting, though. That was cool. Yes, exactly. You didn't, you didn't like, know. Like so hold on. Let me ask, let me ask you. Did you? Nah, I ain't even know. That's what I was trying to. 
I had I was putting it together as you was asking me questions. I was like, oh, this is really East versus. I didn't know that these people were. Yeah, from. man. Nah, that was cool. I just learned something. Factual, 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 factual. Hey, hey, back to Tristan on this one. You wait, wait. No, Wiz said he wanted to ask us something. What's up with it, Wiz? Okay. Oh no, no. I was saying I wanted that. I was trying to. I was about to ask like what was going on, but then I put it together like, oh, these uh, are like even though you said East versus West when you started asking about the people, I was like, oh, they. I didn't know that these people were from the East or the West Coast. So, oh no, no, it was, it was cool. Cali versus Florida. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, just in general, I didn't know like Wesley Snipes was from Florida. I was like, oh, I didn't know these options were going to be options. You know, so, yes, it was sir. just cool. Thank you, Bruno, for that nice little warm up segment. King Julian, mm-hmm. please. King Julian. Bow down to King Julian. I will. No, no, we'll share the throne. Share the throne, man. No. No, nah, it's all you, bro. You got it. You claimed no, it. Man, don't share no throne. Man, man I'm, on, I'm on y'all's show, man. Man, Bruno, King is Julian. Yeah, yes, yes. You said something, sir? Yes, sir. I was just <laughs> asking if we could continue the show, sir. Go ahead, Tristan. <clears throat> Moving on to the next segment, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wiz, so we we're going to do like this little interview with you, man. I want to pick your brain. I want to let our listeners pick your brain also. So we're going to ask you a few questions, see what you, see what your head at, see what your mind at, you know, something's like, something's like. Let's do it. All right, man. So first of all, tell tell the listeners who is Winston and Charlamont. Like, where are you from? Where did you go to college? What made you the person you are today? Like, what what drives you to be who you are? Um, that's a lot. Let's go in order first. So let's do. I guess where I went to school first. Mm-hmm. So I went starting off elementary school. Went to Garner mm-hmm. Middle School. Went to Discovery Academy. Yes, sir. Uh, my boy. <laughs> and then high school went to Winter Haven High School. Yes, sir. Blue um, Devils. And then I went to Florida Florida Atlantic University for one semester. And then respectfully transfer it to FAMU. And then that's why I ended up graduating from. So um did you transfer? Um really at the time, FAU's in a different place than it it's it's in a different place than it was. So mm-hmm. like when I was there, it was more of a commuter school. So like me, mm-hmm. even though I was living on campus, it wasn't as like I wasn't getting the full college experience, I felt like. So it wasn't like I was trying to wild out a party, but it literally just felt like I was like at a boarding school or something. It's like, nah, this ain't it. And it's expensive to be over here. It got to be something else. So I ended up just um, transferring. My cousin, he was at FAMU and he told me that they had one of the best journalism programs in the country. So I was like, all right, let's see what what that's about. And that was one of the greatest moves I made. Okay. Okay. Um, And then I don't know what else you say you want to know. I'm from Winterhaven. We know that. So tell us, like, what, what's your uh, ethnicity like? You know, what are you? I'm Haitian. <laughs> Loud and proud. Yes, sir. What else is in my blood? I got something else in my blood. My mom told me before, but primarily Haitian for the most part. Something else I can't tell you, but it's not something that I could sit there and claim. But I just know somewhere down in my family is something else. Uh, for the most part, I'm full-blooded Haitian. Um, Yeah, man. I started playing sports high school. I did martial mm-hmm. arts growing up, second degree black belt in Taekwondo. Fun fact. Oh, you did martial arts? Yeah, I did. Ta- that was my first <laughs> like, sport, Taekwondo. Like Karate Kid? Yeah, I, I went to the Junior Olympics. I got silver medal. No, wait. Why, why silver? silver? 
Yeah. What'd you say? Why'd you silver? Like, what's up with that? Oh, that's that's why I learned a big lesson in life. So going into the, the gold medal fight, I was supposed to be chilling, you know, getting ready for the fight. But I'm out there. I'm a kid. I'm playing around with all the other kids who done lost already and just chilling on the side. So my coaches, my pop, they're like, yo, you got to, you know what I'm saying? Chill. You got to sit still, you know? You got to lock in pretty much. At a young age, I'm, I don't know what locking in is. Whatever. I'm just about to do what I do whenever it's time for me to go fight or whatever. So gold medal fight comes. I've been running around acting like a kid. Now it's time to fight, man. Halfway through like the first round, I'm tired. And I'm like, yo, I ain't never, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been, yeah. I'm good enough to the point I got to the Olympics. So I ain't never felt that before. I'm like, yo, that's when I learned. I feel like that's when I learned all the focus that I have today is was because of that moment. Like that was my first big loss. And I lost on a big stage in my eyes. It's not the big stage in the world. Mm-hmm. You went to the Olympics as a kid, you get a silver medal. You know, it was better than the person that beat you. And it's like, all right, you got to know when to focus. And I feel like that moment right there just taught me how to block out all the extra noise and really stay tapped in with whatever you're doing you can get to what you're getting to i learned that at a, at a young age so so sports teach you a lot of life lessons so I, I did martial arts up until about fifth fourth fifth grade like i don't know when you start getting closer to teenage years and like i'm like oh, none of my friends are doing this like what are they doing they playing basketball football stuff like that they um, yeah exactly so that's when i started getting into basketball and I played basketball through middle school, then got to high school. I didn't play football until ninth grade, spring of ninth grade. That was my so first wait, time. I'm sorry, yeah. going back to karate. No, for sure. Did, did you cry? Of course. Factual, factual, factual. You losing the Olympics. That's like the Super Bowl, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, just want, I just want to make sure because, you know, I'm, I'm still a sore loser. So when I get, when I lose, I be, I don't want to talk to nobody. Everybody yeah. friendly, buddy, buddy. I be like, man, I don't shake my <laughs> Yeah, it was tough. No, I, I still show sportsmanship, but I was more just frustrated the fact that I knew I could have won, you know? So, yeah. It's just, like I said, it was just a, a thing that helped. It actually helped me in the long run because a lot of people always ask me, like, how you stay focused? I was like, because I don't want to lose. I just know. <laughs> In life fourth in grade. And yeah. that's facts. So I felt that on a spiritual level. <laughs> so so yeah, man. So going into uh high school, like I said, I never played football a day in my life up until spring of ninth grade after the football coaches came and watched me play basketball and seen I was physical. They're like, yo, you want to play football? I'm like, I'll try it. And all my all my friends and some of my closest friends was playing football. They was telling me like, I do great. And I'm like, bro, I never played. Y'all been playing since y'all were kids. I picked up pretty fast and then ended up on varsity after my first year on JV by the end of the season. Then the rest, I just started on varsity. Um, See, it's funny that you say that because my, my football experience went the exact exact opposite like it's crazy <laughs> I, we, we basically started that off the same way like hey they saw me playing basketball they was like hey you want to play football <laughs> why not really like yeah it seemed fun all my friends playing it man i went out there one day they told me we were not gonna be in contact i went out for they put me at tight end i went out for some route i, I don't i guess he was like a linebacker yeah that's what they always do they put the basketball players that receiver and tight end mm-hmm. man that man almost pushed my shoulder out of place <laughs> That's how I go. I got flipped. I never forget. I got flipped the first time. I just know I was athletic. They said, go catch the ball. They set me up. They were putting me on a slant. I got flipped. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> I would have quit. You better than me. I don't like yeah. getting hit, though. That's just me. I don't like getting me personally. I'm like a real deal basketball player. You know, basketball players really don't like contact. <laughs> no, nah, that's facts. I don't see so, a lot of football players yeah. go to basketball. But, yeah. But going on to that, man, just covering all the ground. Yeah, so I played football for Winter Haven. Um, did track and field. Did a shot put in discus. Was able to go to the state championship in that. We both yeah, gold on that one, right? Hey, nah. <laughs> 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 hey, I ain't going to lie. 
that's the only other time I think in my life where I didn't completely lock in, but with um great due diligence. So I was a thrower and it was raining the whole track meet. So that was number one. And that was the same night as grad bash. So my mind was kind of focused on that. And wait till later. Um, yeah. So literally the whole day we're trying to figure out how we about to leave the track meet and where we about to go get ourselves cleaned up and change our clothes to get to. I mean, nobody was focused. I ain't, that was it was a very bad moment. But yeah, we got to the state championship. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> but then so we just went to grad bash after that. But it was cool. I went to two events, so that was a cool experience for sure. Still competed, but I just ain't win. Yeah, so that's my sports career. I had I did a little bit of football at FAMU as well, but I didn't really pursue it as well. I had a real talk with a professor who really seen um some potential in me. And I was when I, at the time I was a walk-on at FAMU, a lot of classes that I had to take was at the same time my practice schedule. So I'm doing whatever I can to go in classes. But it was this one class where I used to always have to leave early because I had to go to the meetings. I had to make it to the football meetings and I'm a walk-on I'm trying to make the team. So finally one day she asked me why I'm always leaving her um her class early and I told her like I'm just trying to make find my spot on the football team, this and that. And then she just she was so honest. She was like, how many people you know from FAMU that went to the NFL and that's then, a real question to ask yeah literally yeah and it was like not even that like within the last three years and I was like dang and then um so she's breaking it down so she's like I'm not knocking your dreams but she was like you gotta look at some of your potential that you got like off the field because you could really do something with yourself outside of sports and when she told me that it kind of was just like a light bulb I just kind of kind of transitioned me into really focusing on um, everything media oriented at a more aggressive pace because I wasn't putting into the sports so the same energy that I was putting into sports I kind of just put into the media stuff yeah so maybe you doubled up on that yeah and, and she a real one for that because I know a lot of a lot of professors that just sit there and just let you do your thing and she actually stepped in and, you know yeah she could have let me fail she could have let me yeah, fail for sure. do you still to that mm-hmm. teacher to this day it's crazy I don't even think that lady remember me that's how real she is she was just doing her like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it, we, it's not even like we had a close relationship she was just giving me an honest talk and it just stuck with me if I seen her she might I'm not even sure like but she was just being a real professor to a student who needed it so shout out to her but I can't say we was like best yeah. friends or close, but it, it was just a real conversation that we had. Okay. So as a child growing up, who who was your biggest inspiration? Mm, my parents for sure. Because mm-hmm. um, they came from another country and I watched them just make a life for me and my siblings. And that was inspiring in itself because me going mm-hmm. to school every day, I got peers who parents are from the U.S. and my parents are keeping up with them and doing things like that. So they had to come and learn a whole nother language and just learn the ways of a new country. And so that always was inspiring to me to even to the point when that, when it was time for me to like move to L.A., I was nervous, of course. And I'm like, yo, my people came from another country. I could go to another state mm-hmm. to make a to make a better life. So definitely my parents for sure. And then I also was influenced just or inspired a lot by the people on TV, because that's right around the time when when I was a kid, that was the time when MTV Cribs and yeah. everything, just BT, everything was really jumping. I know that's not the perfect example, but that was my first time seeing like this outside of where we from. Like, dang, it's really people who are chasing dreams and really getting real money like yeah outside of outside of plants were like like you said because we see a lot of that and that was, that was one of my goals as well so i'm not going to knock people who play sports at all but that just showed me like dang there's entertainers or i remember seeing like for example seeing and like ti is not my favorite 
nothing. Saying no disrespect to him, I respect you know everything that he's done. But mm-hmm. just a, I just remember just that a time in my life where I was so inspired because he had the movie ATL and he had the soundtrack and he was in the movie and he had music videos. I'm like, yo, you could do all this stuff at the same time. Hustler. Yeah. So, but that's the first time we ain't, we never seen nothing like that in Winter Haven ever. So <laughs> I never, I didn't even know you could do all of that at one at the same time. Somebody being on the soundtrack would be one thing, or being in a movie and another. But for you to be touching every bass and then having clothing lines, so I'm watching Diddy, I'm watching all these dudes what, coming out with clothing lines. That's inspired me to this day. Nipsey Hustle, every hustler, they done had clothing lines. They done been in behind the scenes. They done did everything that they're doing to the point I done, done, I done got programmed. I know what they do, and I, see, I took that as a kid, and I, and I was inspired by. It. And I remember early on. Even in school, I used to always tell a lot of teachers and a lot of older people that ask me what I'm trying to do. And I'll, try to, I'll tell them with a straight face, I'm trying to be a mogul. They're like, oh, well, you can't do everything at one time. You got to kind of pick a lane. But fast forward into 2021, now they're telling everybody, you need to be able to do more than one thing. You can't. Exactly. So I was already ahead of that curve in the sense of there's people out here doing more than one thing. And that's the kind of way to get a lot of money. In my eyes, it was not nothing factual, but just from my kind of, you know, perception, I'm like, yo, it's just, that's just the way that they get money. And like my pops, he used to always just tell me like anything that I did, he just mattered, it just mattered that I cared about it and that I did it well. And my mom was the same way. So I kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of weird in the especially it being in a Haitian household, like, mm-hmm. you kind of get funneled into like career choices. Yeah. So it's like healthcare field, lawyer, or something strongly sure. ac- academic-based, whatever the case is, or religion-based. With me, my parents kind of always, I'm thankful that they always found like a middle ground with me because I've always been like a creative kid, somebody who has been out there. It's like I act different than all of my pe- all of my siblings and all of my peers. So they always accepted that and always let me find my interests and let me really do what I love to do versus, you know what I'm saying? They still kept me professional, of course, but it's like, all right, he's clearly a creative kid. And I, you know what I'm saying? Like I had great grades and everything, but I'm yeah. not just, a, you know. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. grades came first, uh, of course. Oh yeah, of course. No, I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> and see that's why i always come back to say like having you as someone i can talk to and stuff like that is good for me or even a jamal or a mike or other people that you inspire because we can't get in contact with a nipsey hustle or a ti or a diddy they don't respond to people like us so it's good to see somebody that we can relate to actually doing the stuff that we want to do so that gives us hope because it's not a lot of people that come from polk county that do what you do no facts yeah and that's what i love the most it's not a, a gloat but i just love the fact that my route is so unique like i honestly don't know anybody who's done the things that i've done i think that's pretty inspiring in itself because sometimes i just sit back even sometimes i just sit back and when i'm driving through the city like dang i really live out here or really riding past the staples center like dang i used to look at staples center like i used to be play two nba 2k so much so the staples center is like a, a landmark for me in a basketball world besides madison square garden so the fact yeah. that i could give it a day it's like dang this was in a video game for me now it's a like, beautiful feeling yeah you know i'm saying like so yeah it's a blessing man i definitely feel that so as as you said earlier though you are a proud fam you alumni so yes, could you tell us more about 
like your college experiences and what did you enjoy the most about going to FAMU and even uh, Florida Atlantic? Like, what were some of your best Man, college, experience, college experience? Honestly, FAMU was, I love the FAMU experience, number one, because like, I remember when I was transferring to FAMU, so many people told me like, it was over for me. Like, they was like, mm-hmm. oh, you about to, you about to go have a kid. You about to throw all your grades down the drain. Oh, you about to go party. Oh, they like, told you that? <laughs> like, to my face, I promise you. People telling me like, I'm about to go wild out. All kinds of stuff. Like, dang, you about to, and it's not even more towards my character. They just got a bad perception of what they think FAMU is. Right. It's just a party school, you know what I'm saying? Which, it, it, there's a lot of party in any college in the country, but as Correct. you know, everything has stigmas, but so a lot of people just told me I was gonna fail. So one of the best things about it was to see what I got out of what the university did in a sense of opportunities. Because by the time I graduated, everybody didn't do anything. But when I was going there, they scratching their head like you about to go to family. That was one of the top things. But other than that, it was a big difference from FAU because the class sizes were way different. So at FAU, most of my classes we had some classes like fam too, but it's like a more theater theater style class and it's just like a a big crowd a, of students a big group of people yeah just so, mm-hmm. and then um and fam we had certain classes like that but there are more cl- uh classes where you could actually interact with your professor and not just be like your student id number you know so it was more of a just a in tune thing and they were familiar with people of color and the struggles that we go go through in every aspect of professionalism in our career so just kind of having those mentors there kind of helping you out, kind of a stress reliever, and you get knowledge from our point of view. Yeah. So that was another thing. And then, of course, just the people you meet. Bro. I met so many dope people at FAMU doing so many amazing things all over the country. And at the time, we're not realizing how great we all about to be. We're just trying to make sure we're getting our grades and doing what we're supposed to do. But then it's like you see how everybody's hard work pays off, and it's just a cool thing to see because I know some real-life bosses right now that I'm proud to call classmates, you know? So it's cool. Yeah, ain't no one scratching their head no more. <laughs> <At all. clears throat> That's a good thing, though. So a lot of people wait years to make a move out west. You did it pretty much right after you graduated. Not exactly right after you graduate graduated, but, you know, you get it. So what made you move out to L.A. so soon? And could you tell us some of the pros and cons of living out there? Yeah, well, honestly... At the time when I moved to L.A., I really felt I didn't have nothing else to lose, in a sense, because in that time of my life, I was really down. So I had just like lost my dad. I just got out of a relationship. I had a lot of stuff going on. So I literally felt like, well, if I'm a I mean, if I go out there and fail, then what's the worst that could happen? I'm going to come right back to Pope. Like, that's the square one. So it's like. I, in my head, I'm thinking like, all right, well, I could go try it out and somebody laugh at me. At least I can say I went there for that time. Like literally, that was my concept. Like I already, it was not even the fact, like, cause me, I didn't have it in my head that I was going to fail, but that was mm-hmm. the, still the confidence that I gave myself that even if I did go and came back home, nobody could take it away from me that I went. So I was like, just try it. Just try it out. Cause you really don't got nothing to lose. So kind of just went from there. <laughs> And then some of the pros and cons were, you see, some of the pros, definitely the opportunities out here, the weather. It's more humid or a lot hotter? It's more of a, it's more humid in Florida, but it's just a dry heat, man. I feel like when you open your oven. Oh, yeah, it's, oh, like it's hot, hot out there. It's not it's really hot. Like whenever it yeah. gets hot, it just really gets hot. That's, and it's a dry heat, which is why there's like fires and stuff in open, park, open land. That's how, that's the type of heat it is. So yeah. it's, 
another pro would be like definitely just the fashion out here and just how people move. Just that's just my personal because I'm into stuff like that. But mm-hmm. just you get so many different styles of fashion. So it's not even like oh the designer clothes or nothing, but it just you could walk you could walk down the street or you could drive to a certain area and you'll see so many people dress so many different kinds of ways. And I think that's like a different vibe out there. Yeah, exactly. So it's like everything is not a white tee and some gym shorts back home that's common attire but i hear you might see anything and it's dope so another pro is just for me being back from back home honestly it just gives me kind of the space i need to really be productive because Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm only accessible through my phone so there's certain distractions that i can block out and really lock into the things that i need to lock into versus um if i was kind of back home just naturally you're more tied in with everybody that you know and everything that's going on. So they're more ex- accessible to you, more accessible to pull up on you or ha- having to ask you to do something in person. Things like that, that really yeah. add up and take away from your focus. But on the cons, that's one of the things is not being as accessible because you can't talk to people because you're in a different time zone. So you got you know, friends and family calling you at 6 a.m. your time because it's 9, 9 a.m. over there and you still sleep. Or I'm wrapping my day up at 9 o'clock at night. I can't call my people at midnight. They probably sleep. Got to get ready for work in the morning. So it's different time zones and different. You got to really plan out even how you talk to your family. So that's how long How long did it take you to adjust to the time zone different? Um, it didn't take me no time, really. But it's just more so getting everybody else on board. <laughs> so it didn't really take me no time to get used to it but just as far as getting my family and everybody and my friends like getting used to the three hour time different or not having to do math every time we got on the phone like oh what time is it over there yeah so that's one of the cons another big con is traffic um the traffic (laughs) is crazy man oh yeah oh yeah Um, it's expensive out here very expensive so that's why i like it's not really a. It's not really a compliment to me when people call me big money, because <laughs> it's a different kind of True. money out here. So like <laughs> the money I make out here, if I was making this money and having to spend it in Florida, yes, I would gladly take that compliment. But out here, uh, I'm what I'm. This money I'm making is literally small. It's so much money in this world. I'm really making small money right now. I'm trying to see some real money. Nah, it's stretching, but I'm trying to see some real money. People don't understand how much money is really out here, and I don't need all of it, but for, for what I got to offer, I feel like I could get a large chunk of it. So definitely, it's just expensive out here, so that's another con. Another thing is just, it's a different atmosphere, so you got to watch out for your safety, of course. A lot of gangs, and make sure you watch yeah. the colors. You got to watch colors when you wear clothes. Oh, that's a real thing? You got to like watch what colors you wear when you go certain places? Yeah. Ooh. That's a real well, thing. I mean, I like blue, so am I in trouble? Try it out. Just try it out. <laughs> yeah, Bruno. Not yeah, around please, me, but yeah. try it out. <laughs> please. I want to see you try it out, bro. Please. <laughs> Just let me know how that goes. I don't want to so be there. How quick did you adapt to the whole color thing? Because I know in Winter Haven and Polk County, that's not, I don't care what color you wear. That's you not predominant. Adapt, you, you're going to adapt quick whenever that's your life. Mm-hmm. It, all I need, that's all I needed to know. It ain't no, it's not like you can't wear those colors, but it ain't going to be as blatant and like how we would wear it. like people back home will wear all blue outfit all red outfit you mm-hmm. come out here that's a sign you know <laughs> yeah that's so a, that's it's a, a different thing to do. it's a different <laughs> kind of thing yeah yeah i can't put on a blue jumpsuit right no bro you can't try you can. it out i'm saying yeah. no, i'm not saying you can't do anything i'm not saying that i'm just saying it's certain places for everything people could wear whatever color they want in la but if you're gonna be in certain environments then you gotta know know your surroundings know your area exactly yeah for sure, for sure. 
Another um, another thing I wanted to ask you about, because we went to California last year, and something that kind of just threw me for a loop was the fact that when you go shopping, they don't give you plastic bags. <laughs> you gotta buy your bags. You gotta pay for everything. It's expensive out here. That's what I'm saying. Like even for you to get a even when you buy a drink that's plastic, they give you a 10 cent plastic fee like on the bottom. Oh my I thought it was recycling. Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The plastic recycling fee. They put 10 cents on it. Oh <laughs> so that's why whenever you turn in, that's why when people who collect cans and bottles, they get money. Because that's it's worth something. The plastic I start that. Start that real quick. <laughs> so in an interview you did with Shout Out LA, and I read that article, that's a very good article. But you talked to them about your brand Crumbs to Crowns and the meaning behind the name and what you had to do to start up your brand. Could you tell the listeners about the brand that you made, Crumbs to Crowns, and can you tell them what it took to make to build the brand to what it is now? Well, I started the brand January 21st of this year, mm-hmm. but pretty much it's just like kind of a a representation of my life and my career as a whole kind of just had to like I've I've always had what I needed but I never had like the the extra resources and things like that like a lot of my peers did or like extra money or things like that but I always found a way to make things work or somehow people always think I'm in the most lit situation when it's really just a like a good opportunity you know things like that and yeah. pretty much I built the brand just because because of like that was my own pretty much personal brand in a nutshell, you know what I'm saying? It's like people watching me build my life up from my hometown. And they're looking at me like I'm royalty, but really I didn't have much resource. I'm just doing what I got to do to keep trying to build my own personal empire. And everybody could kind of do that. And it's the like modern day rags to riches, you know? For sure, for sure. And what I had to do to start it up was pretty much, I, I had already been working with different brands. Like I had worked with American Eagle. I had worked with the Mitchell and Ness. I had worked with a couple of local brands here in L.A. And I kind of just saw how everything moved. And it wasn't until I worked with American Eagle and like they gave me the whole package. They flew me out to Pittsburgh and I had a room and I went to the headquarters and I saw how they really did everything. And it was impressive. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, this is all it takes. Like, yeah, they got some money, but all of this, you, everybody can do all of this that they had me out there doing. Not at the magnitude that they're doing it, but it's possible to do. Like you just see the process of how they do everything. So I'm like, yo, I could do this. So I did the photo shoot with American Eagle. I was supposed to have another photo shoot, but that was during the COVID, the pandemic when it first dropped and everything went on lockdown. So they canceled all those follow-up shoots because they didn't want to bring in models from other states. So everything just got, that's when the world got shut down as a whole. So then that was me. For me, that was a big moment in, in my modeling career. And you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, I'm about to use this momentum to push myself to more places. But now you can't talk to nobody because everybody's closing. So I lost, I thought I lost all that momentum with the modeling um, at the time. So I was like, all right, what can I do just to keep myself productive and make some money and have something that's mine? And during the pandemic, I just thought of that, crumbs to crowns. And Mm -hmm. I started making clothes for myself. And then like some of my friends, some of my family members were like, that's hard. Let me, let me get a t-shirt. Let me get a hoodie and let me get some shorts. And it just kind of kept building up. I was like, yo, I'm going to make a a real business. So that's when I applied for the LLC and started looking at website stuff and really started going into the fashion district and making it for real. And I literally just started selling to my family and friends early. And then I used the profits from that to get more products. Is there like crumbs to crown? So I started with a little bit of pieces I had. I didn't mess up that money. I bought, (laughs) used that money for real. I used that money to get 
more products and same thing, same thing. Now we're coming out with a new collection this fall. So yes, cool. sir. Yes, sir. So it's just a process um, that I'm proud of. As you should be. It's not, I mean, it's easy, but it's not easy. It definitely takes hard work and dedication and it takes yeah. take discipline. So you definitely should be proud of it. Yeah. Messing up a lot of clothes and like, <laughs> so for real, it's a lot of, not money being wasted because you're using it for experience, but it's a lot of stuff that you don't get right yeah. the first first couple times, you know. So like a trial and error thing, basically. Yeah. So a lot of people just quit that type of stuff too early, but, but yeah, I like it. It's going good for sure. So a lot of things that people don't know about you. You've been to the Grammys. You worked at couple the BET. Hey, that's big time. You worked at the BET Awards. Couple times. You made appearances in video games like UFC 4 and Madden 21. You've yeah. been in video, you've been in a music video at Roddy Rich, and you made an appearance on the hit TV show Insecure on top of a bunch of other opportunities that you had. Like, what out of all those experiences, and plus the ones I don't know about, <laughs> what because I'm pretty sure there's a bunch I don't know. You told yeah. me about like, you just said something about the modeling experiences. I didn't even know about that stuff. So <laughs> Out of all of these, like, what was your favorite? What did you like the most? If you could pick mm, one. It's hard to pick which one was my favorite. I done, I've seen a lot of stuff. Like, I always tell people all the time, I'm blessed because a lot of people, they'll just, it's a lot of people that for one experience that I may have had, that would make their life into me. Mm -hmm. And to me, it has become so regular. So, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm blessed because I done live like a lot of people dream. I know more girls that want to model than I want to model. And I, and they done seen me on billboards and I'm living their dreams. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Man, it's not that I'm down... Yeah, no, not even that. It's, just, it's not even that. Like I'm downplaying the modeling, but that's really people like dreams since they've been kids is to get that. And for me, it's not that I stumbled upon it, but it just for me working and doing what I'm doing, it just came to me. I didn't, I didn't, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So I think the coolest part had just been like everything, the whole journey, honestly. And the other thing that I like the most is the things people don't know. Like everybody see me in the Roddy Ridge video. I don't work with Kevin Gates. I was in Ariana Grande. Thank you. Next video. I was For in real? Nipsey, I was in Nipsey Hustle, DJ Khaled Higher video. Whoa. I was in bro, I done been in some stuff, bro. I'm sorry. Watch the videos right now. I sound like a real fan <laughs> right now, but still like this big yeah, watch the videos. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, and it's so much other things that I might have been in that I, I don't even remember or that might have cropped my scene, cut my scene out or whatever, but I've been on some of the, I've been really blessed because I done seen some of the biggest productions and seen how they run. It's funny, I didn't even been on um City Girls. When City Girls first came up with um the act up, that song that went crazy. They had yeah. shot a video. They shot the first video. I was in the first video, then they reshot the other video. I worked with I just what else did I do that people don't know? I shot a commercial with I was a stand-in for Puff. So I was chilling with Puff for a whole day and I was his stand-in because we're the same height. We don't look nothing alike, but for camera Yeah, chills. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. to the difference. <laughs> nah, me and Puff, me and Puff like the same height. We got like same broad shoulders and everything. So when you're doing the camera test, they just need to make sure and everything the same for the, the main person. Yeah. So I'm doing like the test run. He watching me do the test run and he just copied what I do. So I've been able to meet Puff. Nipsey Hussle, Matt Big Sean, Kevin Gates. Man, I had a whole list at one point. I don't know where that list at, but it was like a front and back list of everything that I had done in a year. But it was crazy. <laughs> That's big, bro. 
Like, all jokes aside, a lot of people live their entire life to probably meet one of them people. That's what I'm saying. So it's cool. it, that's the biggest part to me is because the fact that it kind of accumulated the way that it did to the point. Like, like like I said, these things are normal to me. Like, I was on Instagram the other day and, like, I was at an album release party. And mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm at an album release party, whatever. Dropped a couple things on my story. And, I, and to other people, they was like, oh, this was an amazing experience. They put it on their page. Like, that was a moment for them. I was like, oh, dang. Like, it just showed me the magnitude of everything. Like, dang, it's not... It's just different. I, I done got used to a lot of stuff out here, and that's a blessing because this is not regular to a lot of people, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's definitely not. Like, I'm listening to it right now, and I'm still amazed. Like, damn, this nigga made Puff. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people cool. can't say that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, to, for me, like, I... I already feel like I done I done won already, bro. Because I done I done adapt up some of my heroes. Like to me, I adapt up big I adapt up big Sean Courtside at the Clippers game. So imagine mm-hmm. how that feel. I'm saying Courtside. Like, you know what I'm saying? The stuff that's happening, I'm like, yo, like this is really happening from I'm a kid from Pope. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. I'm working on the video. I'm talking to Nipsey. We laughing about having unique names, cause his real name Ermice. So he's like, Oh, I know you, I know you something, cause because we was talking my name is Whitson. He asked me, I'm like, I'm Haitian, blah, blah. We talking about small things. So just even all those small moments, it's not even like everything was big business or yeah, we talked about it's not, but just the fact I'm able to dap up people that I respect having puff telling me thank like whoever gonna have diddy tell them thank you but like little stuff like that i could really say dang that's that's cool to me i can't nobody take that from me you know so a lot of the people can't even get in the same vicinity as diddy let alone that's what i'm saying so, yeah so it's cool to be at all these different award shows and yeah just seeing everybody who you, you've been seeing on tv since you were a kid and different things like are you just even moving through the city and you're seeing your favorite athletes you're seeing just whatever like people from yeah. movies so this is just cool man so you you ain't you ain't been able to stumble across Drake yet, man? <laughs> Not stumble across him. I I mean I've ran into him at work. Hmm? Wait, wait, to... what? Ah, uh, there you go, Tristan Fangirl. No, no, it was just that. Oh, uh, that was for the. Uh, he had won a Grammy, and so I was working as a production assistant. We just had to get him to the stage. It wasn't that like we was sitting there chopping it up by now. But I mean, I've crossed paths with him before. That's crazy. But that's, I hate that you say it like he's just a normal nigga, bro. You just like, yeah, bro. Because right, he yeah. is. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he's very talented, but there's a lot of very talented people in it. That's one of my favorite artists, but. Is at the same time, bro. Like you not, it ain't no time for that. Cause these people is sure. my peers. It's my peers now. They ain't like yeah, you can't fanboy them when you like up there with them now. Even that I'm up there with them is just we all doing business. Ain't nobody like right now. If you was trying to have this interview with me and Bruno Steady saying, "Yo, Winston, you so cool. You so cool." You I'm like, "Yo, chill." Like the time for that. Like <laughs> you know, any other time. A little bit later. A little bit later. Like no, for real. So it's like you got to know the time and the place of everything. Like, I don't walk past. Jay Z and Beyonce, anything? I'm like, oh shoot, that's Jay Z and Beyonce. Like, I would. But what am I going to do? Like, what do you do? Everybody's in their element. This is the place where all the stars reside. So now, (laughs) so now you're about to take them out of their comfort zone to because you're not used to this environment. You know what I'm saying? This is a war show. This is a place where it's star studded. And now because you're not used to the stars, you're about to make them feel uncomfortable. Nah, this is their element. You need to be if this. If you belong here, that's your element too. Ain't no need to be a fanboy. So that's why everybody that I met, it was no need to do all that. Cause if if I'm even around them, then no one's supposed to be around them. Cause if not, they're gonna be like, "What is you doing here?" Get so I'm gonna keep that same mindset when I meet these people when this podcast blow up. They gonna be like, "Hey, you ain't I'm like nah." I mean, bro, you got I'm supposed to be here. Literally, I, it's gonna be straight up. If not, they just gonna look. They they might be friendly with you, but when they done, they're like, "Yo, you weird." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's three T for you, huh? 
That's it. I'm like, yeah, he weird, bro. And I hear that's one that's one word that I really picked up from LA is you don't want to be weird, bro. Like when somebody call you weird, that's like a bigger insult than like an actual cuss word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're like, oh, that man weird. You like, dang. It's like that's all you hear after somebody's weird. It's like weird is a is a big deal. So nah, you just don't want to be weird around these folks. But going tying it all back together, man, that's really that's been the biggest probably my favorite experience is just the fact that everything's just become so regular to me dog like i done seen yeah. so much stuff it'd be hard to just say oh this is my favorite because i've been wanting to be in the video games since i was a kid i've been in video games and i've been wanting to be in music videos i done did that i want to be in all these different recording studios and be around all these artists and you know every everything that i really said i want to do been in commercials then did everything so it's like super dope that i could really say without gloating or without holding only one thing to my name like, yeah, I done been a part of everything. A lot. And that, and like I said, that's, that's really big time, man. Like I said, you doing a lot of stuff that, like, you paving a way for a lot of these Polk County kids. They may not know who you are now, but once you get to where you really want to be, you be like, oh, yeah, I'm from Polk. Like, I'm doing this for Polk. They're going to be like, damn, he came oh, from yeah. where I came from. He went to the same school I went to. Why can't I do what he did? And that's all that matters, really. I don't really like a lot of people even ask me, like, yo, like you, you don't want more credit from from the crib and then like I'm like, nah, because I'm not really doing it for nobody's applause. I'm just setting my own like I'm chasing what I want and inspiring people along the way. A lot of people like, man, how you be inspiring people? I'm like, bro, I'm just literally just everybody's watching me do me and live in live action right now. So a lot of times people think I'm being humble. I got everything figured out. I'm like, yo, just how everybody's maneuvering their life, I'm maneuvering my life the same way. I'm just doing it in this career field. So it's the same thing. So just so just feeding off of that, since you've already done a bunch of stuff, you're eight, like how old are you if your mommy asking? Like how old are you? I'm twenty eight right now. Okay, so you young. Like you young. Yeah. You ain't even hit thirty yet, and you done did all this already. How yeah, do you I'm trying, like, stay I'm humble, to retire, bro? Yeah, I, um, like, how do you stay humble? How do you stay hungry and focused? Like, how do you keep pushing? Well, you got to know what you're doing everything for. So, like for me, I got a lot of personal goals that I I haven't even hit yet. So, a lot of people see like everything I've done is cool, and like these are just stepping stones along my personal journey. But it's like all of this stuff is. I'm blessed to have it, but I still got a lot of work that I want to do personally, a lot of things that I want to do. So that's what keeps me like motivated. And like what keeps me humble is just the fact of like anything could get taken away from you. Like I don't ever take like, yeah, I'm used to a lot of stuff out here, but it's not like I can't take it for granted because that could be my last moment. So, you know what I'm saying? When people, I remember when I got on the, when I was on these billboards and everything with the American Eagle, people wanted me to talk more junk and be more cocky. I'm like, why would I do that? What if that's my only billboard? And uh-huh. I was acting like I'm the biggest thing in the world. So that's all they're going to do is, oh, that's the only thing you ever did. But the fact of, I know what I'm chasing and it, and the fact that I think because I don't put myself at such an uh, elite work level mm-hmm. everything it's hard for me to impress myself so like a lot of things that people like people always literally almost every time they see me man they'd be like man i see you posted up at the awards this and that to me that was a whole it was a cool picture op- opportunity or whatever the case is but literally in that moment that was just another day of work for me 
Yeah. So it's like for me, I think just me just being able to consistently win over and over again and it being normalized, that's what kind of keeps me humble because it's not even as big of a deal to me anymore. So a lot of times people think I'm downplaying stuff and I'm like, I'm not even downplaying it. It's just another day. So you know how many people from Polk would love to just come to to see a cool recording studio with all these lights and big soundboards and TVs and stuff that really don't matter. But in the grand scheme of it, it's like it just looks good. I done got used to all that stuff. So for me, I'm trying to get Dr. Dre puff money. So where I'm at, I got a long, long gap fill in. So it's not even no point of me act like the man right now because I might be the man to a lot of my peers, but to the world, no, nobody know me. And my money is not big fish money. So even if the world don't know me, if I had big fish money, then I, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I might act different. Who knows? But I just know I ain't nowhere close to that. That's and my true. focus is just like, the things that keep me focused is really just my family, bro. I could do a lot for my family with the opportunities that are given to me. So why would I mess that up or mess up the trajectory or set a bad example? Because I know I got a lot of younger family members, a lot of people looking up to me. So why would I mess that up? Or why would I mess up that perception and make it seem like whatever I'm doing is un- undoable and I'm the only one that could do it because ain't nobody else going to try. Mm-hmm. So I just try to make it everything that I do as relatable as possible because it's, it's doable. Everything, Most of everything I do is with my mind. So it's not more so you don't have to be born with it. All you got to do is just work hard. A lot of times when you're trying to be a pro athlete, you're trying to be a pro something. There's a lot of things involved with it, like between genetics, politics. There's a lot of stuff, but everything I'm doing is just I work hard, extremely hard. <laughs> so it's showing that anybody could do it. Yeah, the you first black. You could be black, white, male, female. This route is not for nobody specific. And that's factual. So what's what's next? Basically, like you did all this. What's next? Yeah, it's a lot that could be done. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, really, it's whatever God got for me, man. But I'm pushing the brand right now. Crumbs to crowns. I got some other stuff on paper I can't really talk about. But I got some stuff in the music industry that I'm working that I'm working on, on the executive side that I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. And also, congratulations for that writing camp you did. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. I'm planning on having a lot more. We actually got a, a pilot episode kind of showing what it was all about. Mm-hmm. Starring my boy Oyo. Yes, um, uh, Oyo. I, I was one of the creative directors on it, so it's a nice project, man. Uh, we should be putting it out soon. Other than that, I should be getting back into more modeling and things like that. But mostly, I just been pushing crumbs to crowns and getting ready for the the end of the year. It's getting ready for the fourth quarter, so I'm trying to have a strong push on this fall collection and then kind of just get ready to plan for the top of next year and then spend the rest of this year kind of just chilling out and planning and spending time with my family and stuff like that so yeah uh yeah. really i'm just pushing harder to the end of the year man yeah so do you plan on like you come plan on coming back home for uh, the holidays or are you gonna slide the family out to cali <laughs> mm, i don't know man i don't ever really talk about too much I'll, I'll let you know off the record but no nah, okay for sure for sure, yeah, for sure. i don't really <laughs> i don't really <laughs> let people know where i'm be where i'll be at but just for, sure, for, for sure. different reasons but you know i you know i'll let you know that yeah i'm focused i'm focused <laughs> So somewhere in this world right now, I'm sure it's a it's a child, a girl, whether it's a boy or whatever they want to identify as they're afraid of failure or they feel like they don't have to support to get to where they want to be. What is your message to that person and to the youth and what type of what type of advice can you give them to make that step and make that leap? It's honestly you versus you. So if like I really I'm I'm not a big fan of excuses for real, for real but it's really 
because of how I was coached coming up. I didn't really have time to make excuses. That whole martial arts story I told you when I was Mm -hmm. a kid, that really taught me how to be great. Like, you can't, it's a lot of stuff you got to block out. I had never worked that hard. We was running miles. I'm a kid running miles on Saturdays, like sacrificing Saturday mornings. You know, little stuff that you're doing as a kid, I'm not doing that. I was really like working for real with teenagers who's also in the Olympics. You know, so I'm a little kid. I'm like a child prodigy, but I'm with a whole bunch of older people. I'm seeing how they work. I'm watching how they work. So I always kind of just had that to watch. So I will always tell like the younger people, like, don't don't make excuses for yourself whenever you could just make something better out of whatever you got. Cause it's always two, it's always two ways to look at it. It's like, dang, I don't have this. I wish I had that. Or you could be like, dang, I don't got this. So I'm gonna work so I could get that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, okay. it's two ways that it's two ways to look at everything. And it's like, I just say you can't compare yourself to anybody else because everybody's life is different. My mom told me something that stuck with me when I was a kid, and it's so true. As a the older I get, you never want what somebody else wants because oh, you never want what somebody else has because you never know how they got it. So mm-hmm. it's like I always stick with that because, yeah, it's a lot of things like that you might think you want that other people have, but you don't know what it took them to get like to get there. So you always want to run your own race. I said never let that little kid die inside of you because life gets real. But once you stop having dreams and imagination and, you know what I'm saying, like goals, then you turn mm-hmm. into a robot. Then you turn into a robot. And that's why that's when people turn into just going into work and coming home, like clocking in, punching the clock. And there's no disrespect to them because you got to get in survival mode. But only reason they got in survival mode is because that little kid inside is gone. They can't dream no more because they're trying to stay a lot. They're trying to stay, just stay afloat. So I always say, regardless, just always have some kind of dream. And that'll make you always inspired to keep dreaming. Because once people's flame is out, it's kind of hard to put it put they inspired flame back up so yeah once you do once you lose that love for whatever it is you're doing you don't just not even night not even the love it's just inspiration once people feel like they they can't i've seen it happen too many times i try to encourage people but it's like once they feel like they're too old to do something or that it's not enough time to do, they just don't care to be ambitious no more they just they just cool with i'm gonna just work and this is what i have and it's nice for those people to have it, but that ain't for me. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, it's a lot of people that do that. But all you got to do is just keep striving and literally whatever you want to be, whatever you think you want to do, whatever you think you want to be in this world. I done live to see a hundred dreams come true. So it's factual. I like well, that. I like definitely, that. definitely well stated. I definitely like that. That's like wise words from a wise man. Damn, y'all think I'm wise? That's dope. Damn. For sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, y'all making me sound good. I'm like, I, I, I give you the, here's the crown. Here's the crown to you, my guy. You dropping, you dropping gems tonight, man. You definitely dropping some gems for the uh, listeners, man. I appreciate this. And that's definitely, that's going to end the interview portion of this, man. I definitely appreciate my guy, Wig, coming to drop some gems for us today. Very much appreciate it. You know, you family, man. So Yes, sir, man. No, I enjoy and, this. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But whoa, whoa, whoa. we not done yet. You know, we gotta pick your brain a little more. You gotta oh, yeah, stay yeah, through yeah. for the question segment, bro. It was good. I'm just saying, I enjoyed y'all picking my oh. brain. That was cool. I don't because I don't really talk about myself like that. So that was kind of cool, kind of just going down memory lane, I guess. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. <laughs> I definitely feel like more children, not even children, just like if you have a dream, you should look to find someone that's either doing what you want to do or or is in a position 
where you feel like you want to be because to be honest and we talked about this like i love my dad to death but i can't necessarily talk to him about stuff that go on in la because he don't live in la he don't work in la but right. you do but and, you want, want me to tell you the crazy thing about it, not to cut you off mm-hmm. it's like the crazy thing is like the mind is a powerful thing because like i ain't know nobody in la yeah we are from the same place but it's just like if you want something so bad you're gonna go and get it mm-hmm. so it, it's really down to like a certain like desire that you have too like if you don't got the desire to do what you're doing like i said this before i was in this interview with somebody and i was saying like if you can't do something for four if you can't treat something like high school and have like a four-year or a college and have a four-year plan with it then you don't need to do it in general even with this podcast if y'all don't see that y'all could do it for like four years then can y'all really do it factual you get what i'm saying is it really gonna be something because everything don't pop after one year two years three years so if you not can't even. even see yourself doing something for four years minimum then it's like all right what are you really doing it for yeah exactly we're just trying to do it for something to do because you don't mm-hmm. really care about it like that but if you care about it you don't mind about if it take you eight years to do it but when you finally get there you're gonna be like see that's what i did it for that's yeah. that doctor right there <laughs> so, that's for real. you definitely got a point because like yeah. I, I, I didn't call you a couple times like oh like and you didn't you didn't see it in me like a, a bunch of people that talked to me about this podcast they realize how serious i am about it and they're not used to seeing the serious side of me i joke around a lot i play around a lot but when it comes to this stuff like i'm serious and it's because i foresee myself doing this for a long time right. so if i do it i want to do it right like i don't want to half-ass it you know what i'm saying And it also took like people to get on to me, like, yo, what you waiting on? It ain't gonna do itself. Like, if you really want to do it, what you waiting on? Why are you afraid to fail? You told me that. Like, that should be the least of your concern. Well, you know, like I said, man, y'all giving me too much, man. (laughs) But moving on to the next topic, we are going to talk to Beans for the Artist of the Week segment. So, light skin, light bright. Whatever you want to call yourself. King talk Julian. Me. Talk to hey, me. Hey, talk to me nice. So, I ain't gonna lie. You look like you got Wid backing you up. This week, bro. <laughs> Appreciate having Wid. Um, but artist of the week, we have my man, Zachary Cortez. So Tristan, you're like this. He's actually from Alabama. Zachary yes, Cortez. So. You can find him on Apple Music. You can find him on YouTube, SoundCloud, and also Spotify. The song that really kind of resonated with me was 10 toes so you know stay down bend down wake can attest to that uh you got, you got an album <laughs> a, a grand, you got an album a grand beginning put out in late june 2020 2021 sorry 10 songs 27 minutes definitely give that a listen and verify artists definitely have the blue check mark so he's a real guy so so what's out. the what is type of music is it uh, it's, it's, yeah hip-hop definitely a lot for that you can definitely hear the little soulful it's definitely good vibe good guy to listen right, you no i vibe. just ain't know what genre i was wait pause we're wrong we're wrong we're wrong rewind you said 10 songs 27 minutes yeah that, that means like his song was like two minutes and some change right god damn zach that, that's nothing crazy exactly yeah, put out good stuff so stay down bend down Definitely. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you relate to that, huh? Hey, yes, sir. Oh, my I'm, gosh. Yeah, you I, I like that, the man. mantra. I like the mantra. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Zachary Cortez, Artist of the Week, Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y. Shout out to my guy. C-O-R-T-E-Z, Zachary Cortez. Y'all go Shout check him Zachary, out. Man. I definitely going to be posting him. Well, we, not just me, but we will be posting him on the social media page. And also, before we even get started with the question segment, I want to give a shout out to my boy Jordan. I know you're listening somewhere. That's the newest member of the team. So when you see a lot of this stuff being posted on a social media site, more than likely it's him. 
So when y'all DM and page, more than likely y'all talking to him. I gave all social media rights to him. So he's the one responsible for posting these uh, polls and stuff that y'all be voting on. I see him and I appreciate y'all for being active on it. Keep it up. But y'all got to give my boy a shout out. Well, I got to give my boy a shout out because he been the one that's been, you know, posting all this stuff. It's early too. So it's definitely been early in Jordan. So big shout out to them. Give them the roses while they're here. Yeah, for sure. And y'all keep it up. I see y'all. And Jordan, I appreciate you, bro. You have definitely been a great help and a big help to the team. And I'm glad to have you on. So welcome on, guy. Yes, sir. So moving on to the question segment. And this is my favorite segment. This is where you really see where our hearts and heads is at in life. We're going to see where your heart and head at, too. But you know what I'm saying? Mostly with us. And also, before we even get started with the question segment, Schnurly is still having technical difficulties so she will not be able to make it on this episode and jackson is also not feeling too well so he had to check out a little early but i might gotta come back when everybody good (laughs) for sure you definitely had to come back on on another episode but we gonna gonna do this today with you for sure for sure oh facts factual so the for oh and also you gonna you gonna hear bruno's logic a lot and realize it's not really it makes sense it makes sense i'm telling you all right so the first question we have today is what are your thoughts on interracial dating go ahead tristan no, nah, I'm gonna let y'all go first. Who going first, Tristan? I'll take. I'll, I'll go take first. first. I, I'll go first. Don't even worry about it. I'll go first. I was. I didn't oh. know how y'all working. I mean, oh, no, I we like that. Whoever feel like talking first, go ahead. Get I feel like that's. Chest. I feel like that's. Everybody has their own personal. Everybody has their own preferences. Mm-hmm. You like what you like. Yeah, people like what they like. I don't really frown upon it. I'm really more so into women of color. But at the same time, I don't I can't knock somebody who like what they like. That's just that's not my judgment. That's not my well, everybody can well, yeah, I'm just speaking for myself. But yeah, I don't <laughs> mind it. it. It's not it's not my preference, but I don't mind I don't judge anybody. That's just not mm-hmm. that's not a problem to me, but it's not my thing. There we go. So my personal opinion is get your get your popcorn out for this young grass. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. So I don't have a problem with interracial dating. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to make it seem like I'm racist or anything, but I don't foresee myself being with a white woman. Not even just specifically white. Just I, I prefer to be with a woman of color, and it just goes back to I'm from the south, born and raised in the south. At one point in time. You can even look at a white woman and just, you know what I'm saying? They'll probably right. they'll do something to you. Bad. Right. So I just feel like we didn't we we've been through a lot of oppression just based off stuff we didn't even half the time we didn't even do. We just got accused of doing they didn't like us, they didn't like the color of our skin. Whatever. And that I understand it's a new day, new age. And I'm not knocking anybody that's with a white woman or anything like that. But just me personally speaking, I you won't catch three T, T three, Hancho Houdini, whatever you want to call me. You're not gonna catch me with no white woman. I'm sorry. Oh y'all. <laughs> and, it, it, and like I said, I don't. I'm not judging anybody that is with them. That that's actually a very common thing. I see a lot of young black men or young black women with white people. There's nothing wrong with that. But I I just personally feel like you know, out of all the wonderful people of color that you could choose from, you telling me <laughs> you found. But hey, for for. From what they say, you can't, you got to respect some people just they don't see color. Like in a, in an aspect of like 
personalities and stuff like that i don't see colors i don't really like if somebody cool they cool but just me per- just the preferences and things that i like i like women mm-hmm. of color so it's like hey it's tough. didn't necessarily like image sometimes it might be an intellectual thing with people i can't judge people because i don't really know what they got going on so it's just like i feel it but i don't know mm-hmm. like, you ain't wrong for thinking what you think though oh yeah for sure i mean like I said, I, I'm from Alabama. You know, you know how this stuff go down here. So <laughs> I'm just leaving at that before I get in trouble, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruno, Bruno, what's your thoughts on the situation? I mean, I, I like everybody, so I wouldn't. Oh, my <laughs> God. oh. Don't talk about this. Is what this is what we deal with. This is what we deal with on a regular. Hold on, let my boy finish, man. Hold up, hey, Bruno, yeah. right, you like everything? Bruno, I, I, I like everybody. You know, um, I'm definitely into what I like. I like them all. Uh, okay. Do I see me? Uh, do I see me down the future with someone of a different race? That could be possibly. Uh, that could be factual for me later. I just feel like so it's a possibility time, for you. Yeah, it's a, it could be a possibility. Hey, the first one that catches my eye is the first one that catches it. Um, right. Okay. Okay. See. So, I mean, I, I'm open to a, anything. Open anything to open anything to open to anything that's open. You open King Julian. Anything. King Julian has spoken. <laughs> there you go. You, you open you anything, Bruno. A- anything, that, you up, bro. anything that catches my eye. <laughs> so, uh, uh, okay. What if it was next question? <laughs> great man. See, that was some great. That was some great media training right there. How you did? Oh, yes, oh, <laughs> uh, so it don't matter who start. I can start. I I, I actually want to hear y'all. You know, who are your top five artists right now? No genre related. So, like any genre, it don't matter. Who's your top five? Right now, right now, they can be dead or alive, it don't really matter. No, nah, right now, no disrespect to the dead, but he said, Right now, um, okay, <laughs> fair enough, fair uh, enough. <laughs> sheesh, my Drake in there for me. For me. Wait, the, 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 oh my, the, hold no, on, he let him throw it. If you got one, throw it out, man. Bruno, what we yeah, just said, alive, alive, Mike's still alive to Bruno, man, exactly. Still, my he heart, is, he's still day. living through him, man. I feel that. Yes, sir. I can uh, do the moonwalk every once in a while. See, so how you ain't got no rhythm. Yes, I do. I can two step. No, okay, that's not a you. I don't have time for this. On <laughs> <laughs> uh, top five, right? I listen to too much music, but I know Drake enough for sure. He he been up there for a while. It's not my favorite, but he just too consistent right now. Little baby for sure. Mine's gonna be like heavy on hip hop though. I've been mm-hmm. kind of yeah, that's fine. So probably little baby. Who else been going hard? I don't have nothing in front of me to look at. I don't know. Y'all could throw some out, and I'll probably finish mine. And I might steal some of y'all ideas. So, so yeah, we gonna come back to you with we, we gonna yeah. listen to Bruno shitty list. Oh man, don't do that. I have my my guy, little baby, up there, top five. You got Drake, Jake. Wait, Cole. whoa, whoa, you got you got little baby over Drake? No, I'm saying let's just in, no, he just no got random. him in the five. He got him oh, in the five. Oof. Hey, Lord have mercy out with that hard yeah. I mean. Yeah, J. Cole is also in there. I like Money Man, not gonna lie. Okay, okay, okay. Another five for me, that would be... Man, that's a good one. Throw out your list, Tristan, I'll be right back with the fifth one. Dang. Yeah, that's fair. Why y'all put me out there? (laughs) Nah, everybody just using ideas. This is brainstorming. Come on. Mm -hmm. All right, so bang. Off the rip. Number one, numero uno. We already know what we got going on. We got Aubrey Drake. I'm sorry. Come, come here. What did you just say? I put out an album last year. You don't remember? No. So, uh, you got to send me that. I got to hear this. <laughs> no, we, you, I promise you, you don't want to listen to that. I got to hear this. No, I uh, want to hear this. <laughs> but go ahead, bro. 
Yeah, we got Drake. No specific order, but kind of an order. We got Drake, J. Cole, Brent. If everybody know me, they know I'm a Brit, big Brent fan. You know, Brent be talking to me sometimes. You know, I, I can relate to what he's saying. You know, it's my cousin on my daddy's side. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I anyway. Don't see the relation at all. For real? <laughs> don't, you think, see you don't think so? Didn't no. last episode you say you was related to Chris Brown or something like that? I said he's my friend y'all, from Cali. Man, y'all, that's, that's, y'all got to that's stop this even worse. Y'all be lying. That's, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> y'all be lying. <laughs> What y'all? What kind of show y'all got me? What y'all be saying on him, man? I gotta go back and listen to the other episode. Bruno, Bruno started this. Bruno talking about he uh, he friends with Chris Brown. They went on vacation. I, I went to Cali one time, which is true. And okay, that's okay. true. Yes, and then me and Chris Brown, you know, hey, we and you know, that's where you lost. Together. That's where you lost us. That's where you lost us. I see how this is going. Finish but, your yeah. five, my guy. Okay, so we got. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna throw Travis in there. I'm gonna throw Travis. Ah, okay. but I don't. I don't know because Travis, like he, he sometimes he can be a hit or miss. You know, I like the. Okay. I like the flow, but sometimes he be tripping with the little, the mosh pit style rap. I don't know what you want to call it, but that sometimes it's just not for me. I'm gonna just say that. Okay. Then I want to. I don't know that feel spot is kind of like up for grabs. I I really like Big Sean. I really like Lil Dirk. I like Five Year Foreign. I got a big thing for uh New York. New York rap. I love the drill scene right now. Uh, and I also like Rod Wave a lot. But Rod Wave, there we go. Put Rod <laughs> Wave in my five. Put Rod Wave in my five. Yes, I think I'm right sleeping. now. I don't know. I don't know. I I think if you ask me this tomorrow, it might be different. But I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say Travis. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Travis. Oh, that's only four. So Tra- yeah, let's just put Rod Wave right there for right now. I'm, no, Lil Dirt, Lil Dirt. Okay, so name your five, please. I just named them. No, I'm talking about in order, like consecutive. So oh, oh, okay. You okay, threw okay. out 30 names. <laughs> well, if we, we added one more, I'm going to put Summer Walker in there. You know that's my baby. Anyway. Uh, that's to me consecutive real quick. Let me hear it. Okay, so Drake. Jake, no. Drake. Brent five. No. Nah, yeah, yeah that's what you said. No, it don't have to be a one through five. I just want to hear the five. Like, it don't got to Okay, so order. you just want, oh, you don't want, you don't want it in order? Okay, cool. No, I just want to hear the five. All right, so we're going to do Drake, J. Cole. Brent Fives. Mm, God damn. Can't already? I'm going to throw a female in there, so I'm going to just put Summer Walker in there. I like her music. Okay. I can relate sometimes, even though she's very toxic. And okay. then I'm going to throw in any, mini money, mo. Shiesty. <laughs> nah, what? I'm going to put, put Dirk in there right now. I'm going to put Dirk. I bang with Dirk. I bang the vibe. I mean, I bang with the vibe. Pause. Okay. So what you got, King Julian? Talk to me, though. Hey, man, yeah. stop calling this man. You boosting his head up, man. <laughs> hey, that don't sound clean, though. I got to <laughs> give him his credit. Yes, sir. Wow. So, yeah, back to me. So, Lil Baby, you got Money Man, Drake, J. Cole, Five. I said Future. Ooh. You got Future oh, in your top right five? There. Future, yes. Bangers. You I mad at him? I think that's a little too high. Oh, man, you garbage, man. Hey, wow. tweet is on, but I, I didn't say anything agree. when you put in summer. I ain't gonna go. I ain't gonna go into detail, Wait, whoa, but tweet is on. Summer got box. Come on, now sign up. Go, go ahead, King Wade. Man, I appreciate that, brother. Oh, Let's see, we got. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I got Drake in there. Top five right now. I love so many people. But right now, if I had to pick music today, it's gonna be Drake. It's gonna be Little Baby. It's gonna be Future. Gone. I like Money Man. I don't know if you're in top five right now. Her, she gonna be in there. She, that's a different. Mm-hmm. But her, she'll be in there. Oh, you number like her? Five. Too? I like her. Yeah, she's solid. She good. Really, um, really is. Then number five, I can't give it to Travis. I don't really. Yeah. You don't really bang with the vibes. I bang with the vibes, but 
I need more range. I, he's good for what he does, but I can't put. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. But fair enough. Yeah, for his style is great, but for me, it's not top five. But the huh? fifth, I guess I gotta cheat and just do somebody that's dead and do Nipsey Hussle. Because I, uh, I listen, I listen to a lot of Nipsey Hussle, and that's why I kind of like. Even though I know he passed away, but I think that's probably like the top listening to artists in my in my music. But I was trying to just do more current artists. But, I respect yeah, it. Probably so be. if that's the case, I'm gonna go back to my list, and I'm gonna take Summer Walker out, and I'm gonna nah. You can't. Movie. I'm the guest. I'm the guest. I'm the guest. I get to do that. But I'm just saying though, that's not fair though, because you know I listen to pop pop. But smoke, you get like he up there. He up pop, there. Bro. Pop is current though. I'm not gonna lie though. Yeah, he, that's he, he's no longer with us though. God rest but his soul. Yeah, I get what he's saying. No, I respect that. You could you could put that. Thanks, thanks, man. I try my best. I try my best. Yeah, so, so moving on to the next question. Can money buy you happiness? I'm one of the people that's gonna say yes. But hey, smart man. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, yeah, everybody I mean not everybody. I have I've had people that disagree, but I feel like whether you broke or you have a lot of money, either way, problems are gonna come. That's something that problems don't stop whether you broke or rich. I and I, I honestly feel like if I had financial stability, I would take that and deal with problems that way versus being without and trying to deal with problems that way. It's okay. so for me as simple as that. It ain't like I gotta be a millionaire, but at least if I'm having problems, I want to be able to still pay my bills and yeah. make sure my make sure I would take those problems. I know it might be there's other tax problems and lawsuits. Like it get deep. Like rich problems is, is a lot different. But I feel like yeah. with the way that I live my life and the way that I maneuver, I'm not a, a do too much person. I take the 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 rich problems. So I think I think money in some not in all aspects I think money can help gauge your happiness but there's people who feel like you don't need money to be happy which is true but I feel mm-hmm. like those same people kind of already accepted the fact that they don't want to make no more money okay Bruno what you think I got 99 problems and money still is one so that was the most corny <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life Ooh. why are you so corny why why you had that why? one up your sleeve my god yeah yeah, yeah. So I drew that one out strange. oh yeah, that one bothered me all day <laughs> but yeah, I say money can and cannot buy you happiness on both sides on this one. Man, um, pick a side is nah, pick with one, it. bro. I could pick both sides, but yeah, I pick one. I say money cannot buy you happiness. I feel like in due time, I mean, money, you know, does go away. Money, you know, not the be all, tell all, and everything, but you know, that person that makes you happy, the situation. If you're in a good spot, I feel like you're not going to kind of put yourself in another predicament to get away from what makes you happy. All right. So I'm going to remember. I want to hear Tristan answer, but yeah. I, then I'm going to go back to that. Though. That's cool. That's a good point. But I want to go back to that. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to keep it. I, I'm probably not going to keep it short, but I'm going to get straight to the point. Yes, money can buy you happiness because I always come back to this. And maybe I'm wrong, but I've never seen a happy homeless person. Uh, that's just nah, that's that's. I ain't gonna lie, I have. I, I have. Yeah, not a ha- not a happy homeless person, but a homeless person in good spirits. I've seen a homeless person with better spirits than people who got a lot of money. You know what I, I'm saying? Like, I would rather. I can't say happiness, but I've seen people who got better spirits who have way less than people who got a lot more, and their spirits is trash. I would just much rather have a very hefty bank account rather than not have a hefty bank account and have the like. I feel like. That's, and that's okay. the point I'm going to. Though. I respect that part, but I feel like we're gonna say the same thing. So before we forget, I want to ask King Julian. Mm-hmm. You say, oh, "God damn!" <laughs> all right. So you say, you say, you don't need money to be happy. You just need to be able to pretty much sustain those things that make you happy, right? Yeah. So what I'm saying is, can you not do that if you have money? Oh, absolutely. So why wouldn't? So you'd rather take 
broke happiness over money happiness. Goofy. I mean, it's just, the, the, no, the no, whole, it's not the, even. Go ahead. No, I'm. Li- I was. I was cutting him off from calling you goofy. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, nah, pretty much I see it would be like so. You know, back to the you know happy homeless guy in high spirits. You're still going to be in high spirits in the situation you're in. I mean, of course, you don't have to have like you know buku cash and everything like that. You know, enough to make sure you get enough. More than get by is what right. you, you want to aim for, for sure, yeah. And and I understand that. But the other part of it, too, is let's say, like for somebody like myself, I see myself whenever I come across a large fortune, I'm still going to be a very lighthearted person, a very mm-hmm. grateful Not person. Not even nonchalant, a very grateful person. But at the end of the day, whatever problems come with the money, I signed up for it. You'll so take I'm them. A, I'm going to take them. So what I'm saying is like I can still I can still embrace this money and still live happily or you can live happily and choose not to have the money. It's really about the choice of if you want the money or not. So a lot of people be saying it's the money. In my opinion, I feel like when they say, oh, can like money make you happy? I say yes, because that's a lot of people's root of their problems since they've been kids has been money. Mm-hmm. And money is look and money's looked at as a problem instead of a tool. Money's really a tool. But oh, yeah, yeah. Money legal. can make you know, anyone do backflips. Just about you know, yeah. So it's like I feel you can still get that happiness you want, but it's more so like who you are at the core. But I feel like the money, the reason why I say money brings you happiness is because like I don't really care who you are. I think everybody will want stability. That Mm -hmm. money definitely that money definitely brings that. Money change people's mind. Yeah. That'll be different too. Some people some people gonna if that would have been somebody else, somebody else probably would have sat up here and cap and try to protect their character. It's all good. I would have took the money too. We're not judging you. I think yeah, case. Exactly. Like, okay, yeah. let me ask you, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. And you can be completely honest. I'm gonna be completely honest when I answer this question too. Mm-hmm. So say you in a helicopter, right? The helicopter crashes, everyone makes it out good though. Like, you know, everybody good, no deaths, good stuff. In that helicopter, it was fifty million dollars. It was mm-hmm. you and Bruno on the helicopter. Now you land on your feet perfectly fine, you got your parachute. Okay, good. You know, that's the that's the dust off your shoulders. You good. You walking and you see Bruno hanging off a cliff and you see the fifty million dollars hanging off a cliff. Which oh my goodness. Oh uh, no, I'm saving it, man, because I ain't gonna be able to live with that. God damn it. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I, I can't do that. Cause every time I spend that money, I'm gonna think about how I let a dude die to get it. I don't damn. want that money. You got a good I heart. ain't gonna lie. I don't want Me that too money. though. I'm, I'm gonna say Bruno too. Yeah. yeah there you go. Um, that there fifty you go. that fifty sound right though. I ain't gonna lie, like if you in savage mode, you like man bumping. But in reality, I just know me personally. I mm-hmm. want to be able to enjoy that money. I have a yeah, lot of money. Like dang, like I, I ain't gonna lie how to you. Gonna, you. How you gonna tell the family? How you gonna tell the I'm family not, that passed away, Tristan? I'm not gonna lie to you. Weird. I would step on Bruno's hands. Getting to the <laughs> That's home. tough. Bro. Like I would definitely wow. step on Bruno's fingers. <laughs> well, you tough, boy. But look, family, I'd just be like, look, the helicopter crashed. He didn't make it. I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> if your if your conscience could live with that, that's, I don't I think it. Me. I don't think it could because Bruno family they took care of me. So I just <laughs> yeah. So you just good. you just ain't got no heart if you do it. There you I, go. I'm saying I don't I don't think I could do you it. Learn this now. Bruno, Bruno family could like have really like came there. I mean came up for me in tough times. So I don't think I'd be able to look mommy in her eye and be like Bruno didn't make it. And but I tell her I, I tell her I'd be like look he go had the best funeral ever. Not gonna lie to you. <laughs> you ain't wow. Gotta, you, you ain't gotta worry about nothing. His whole life insurance. Bruno runs fast. 
There you go. Yes, we're taking separate planes, separate airplanes. Bruno, <laughs> Bruno would do the same thing. He lied to you if he told you. You he a lie? I, I no, I cannot risk any life for anything like that. No. He is lying. We've already no. had this discussion before. No, change of heart. I don't, it sounds great. The money sounds great, but like I said, for me, I just know person. I ain't gonna be able to live with that. I'm yeah, I'm a people but person. You, you, when you got a good soul though, so I, I see you do that. You'll help. Mm-hmm. You'll help. You'll be like, yeah, bro, I could do it to you. Cause I don't know. I feel like I'm. Like for me, I feel like that's that's too sweet. So like fifty mil, like I could get that fifty mil. I and not saying I wouldn't want fifty million tomorrow, but I feel like I'm right. worth that. I could get I could get that fifty mil. But if I let that man die, I can't get back what he got, what he mean to whoever the people he means something to. So like I said, I wouldn't. I don't know. That fifty mil is nice now, but now I don't want it like that. <laughs> that's like you, to me. That's like that. That's like that. Like that You're gonna change your mind. 25 nah, 25 like, nah, <laughs> wait nah, what 25 25 where you get that from why, why you think i'm screwing it <laughs> <laughs> what, what why are you why did you automatically so you keep the 50 million and i get what but i'm saying you're not gonna live to see it you know i feel like i'm quick enough to say both of them maybe i don't know nah that wasn't the question <laughs> that's, i mean you know, that's factual that's factual that's factual I'm not gonna lie, but I mean, in a, mm, I don't know. Maybe I would say Bruno. There you go, good guy. It's more of a, it's more of a heat of the moment thing, you know. <laughs> like, damn, Bruno, you Bruno. can't pull yourself up. No, I can't. Damn, it's my left arm. What do you mean? You work out. You at the gym every day. The the left arm always weaker than the right. But you work out. But the the money in my hand is also kind of heavy, so I'm trying to hold on to both. You know what I'm saying? Well, just oh, wait, give me Bruno, the money. You holding the money? No, Bruno is not holding the money. That, <laughs> that idea from. Man, I'm like, yo. I mean, but if he everything. was, I mean, that'll make that. So we're gonna split it. I'm just gonna save him. We split the money. There you go, smart guy. If he, if he go. got it in his hand, I just be like, Bruno, pass me the briefcase. I help you up after. <laughs> <laughs> it's heavy. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry. I'm gonna read down for it. Just pull it up a little bit. <laughs> That's messed up, yeah, bro. But moving on to the last question that I said, I'm a real friend. I'm an honest friend. I'm not gonna lie to you and give you false hope. All right. <laughs> but Go ahead. moving on to the last question of the segment today, and it is: What is the best way to tell a girl that you like her without being too aggressive or seeming desperate? I ain't gonna lie. I, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm gonna let, let Wiz say because Wiz smooth with this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. go ahead, man. Nah. Yeah. Wiz smooth with really, it. Really, really, you just gotta. In my opinion, I feel like at the end of the day, you gotta always because it's it's this question is so simple, but it gets so deep. I feel like a lot of times that's what I'm saying. I, that's why I didn't want to. Yeah, answer so first. I tell <laughs> I tell a lot of my homeboys like if a woman is being respectful to you, or if she like holding a conversation with you that don't automatically mean she's feeling you or she wants you like i don't have so many conversations with my homeboys and just because the girl was respectful throughout the whole conversation they're like man she's feeling me bro she's feeling me i'm like bro she just had a conversation that's regular i don't know i grew up with three sisters so i'm used to speaking to women speaking to their friends and things like that in a different and just an intellectual way so you kind of just see like then you watch you're like oh all right i see what they're talking about now so it's like half the time it's just a simple matter of you just being able to truly read the room and then the rest of it come natural. But half the time, dudes don't even know how to read the room. That's the honest thing of it. So, like, really, all you got to do is be yourself and half the time she's going to like you. But dudes be trying to put on the game. They be trying to do a lot. And then 
tell the girl that they, that she like them. Like, so, oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's natural. That's natural. <laughs> so I feel like at the end of the day, my personal thing that, that I can suggest is just, I mean, be a good friend. And then women will really choose. Like, if you know, it's, a lot of dudes know they mean a friend zone and still be trying to fight it. You know if the girl <laughs> want to be your friend or not. <laughs> it's like, it's everything. The proof put in dudes be trying to force the hand that's all i got to say really on that it's like you can really you really can know if you really look but a lot of times some dudes already got in their head that they want the girl so they want the girl to like them back that even if she she not even giving him no kind of signs of play she might just smile and shake her head yes while y'all talking he gonna think oh she feeling me just because she ain't giving him no negative energy and then now you you know what I'm saying? And that's not even yeah. the case. So I feel like you just gotta be able to read the room and just know. I don't know. Like I feel like most people show you if they like if they like you. If not, then it's cool. It's all about action. Yeah, y'all don't gotta hate each other. Just be cool. If they don't like you, you can have friends. You don't have to be. They but don't have to it's talk. It's so man. weird coming back. Like if you tell a girl like, "Hey, I'm feeling you. Like, what you trying to get?" Into? They're like, "Oh no, it, it, you can't just go back to being friends like normal." But that's what, that's why I just that's why I said let let the the woman choose. Oh, it ain't it ain't it ain't the sense of oh they they picking every man they want, but it's just in the sense of just based off y'all energy. Like if you see that she like like you like I just said like you gonna see that you like her now you can't make her like you. But if you see that y'all if it's clear then that's when you can break that ice and it won't mess anything up or you know what I'm saying whatever the case is. But just because you want her to like you don't mean that she gonna have to like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I feel like a lot of times it's just like going back to what you said, going back to answer your question, just got to be able to read the room. A lot of times, a lot of dudes don't, especially if they all look or they off something they really think. (laughs) 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 Y'all know what I'm talking about. She feeling me now. You in her face. (laughs) So it's like, you just got to be able to read the room, really. That's And that's as simple as it gets, but it could get so deep. But yeah. So I don't know how y'all feel, but that's my view on it. Beans, how you feeling about it? I mean, the the I feel the girls always in control. You have to remember that. Offer it always. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, my whole thing about it would be if the girls will be friendly, it could be nice, and it could be totally opposite. Like, hey, you know, she's just a nice girl type of thing. Just like the situation, you know, handle itself out type of thing. You might be able to throw a couple of signs in there here and there. She take a sign, then you know, hey, okay, you might have right. to be there. But if you see, hey, you threw a little, you know, you try to throw something at her or something like, not at her physically, but you try to throw a sign at her. She ain't catching the same way. You try another one. At that second time, don't try the third. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, you gotta be able to read the room. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just because again, you could be a social person. She could be a social, social butterfly and everything like that. Doesn't mean diddly if you know she's not catching the same signs as you and throwing it back at you, that type of thing. So three C. Write a book. No. Hey man, thank you, thank you, King. Look at look at the light skin giving out good information, man. <laughs> yes sir, yes sir. Yeah, hey, I'm proud of you, babe. You making steps in life. Yes sir. <laughs> but my personal opinion on it is basically what they're saying. Don't don't try to force it. If you do throw a hint out there once and she pretend like she don't hear it or she didn't catch it, she caught it. She just not really, not really on that type she, of time. She right heard now. it and processed it. Yeah. And I, it's okay if she's not on that type of time. Like, if she's not on that same type of time, don't stress yourself out about it. Don't beat and yourself up. And that's the up. other thing, too. I ain't gonna lie. Like, from a lot of my female friends, like, we done have real talks about stuff like this. A lot of times, mm-hmm. a lot of dudes are 
have a better chance and they'll shoot themselves in the foot. There'd be so many dudes who have a better chance, but they don't try to get to know the person. They don't try to talk to the girl as a human. They just try to talk to them like they want them yeah. to be they that like they want them to be their partner. Or they want or they want them to like them. It's like nah, they're still a person in general. So just mm -hmm. talk to them and see what type of person they is first. And For then, sure, you, know what like, you you may like the idea of that person, but then once you actually start getting to know that person, you don't like her at all. So yes. you don't know or until like you actually get to that you know point in life but don't don't force it you just play it cool you know ease but into that's it. the don't... thing that's that's what i'm saying when we got like a lot of people be saying like play it cool even playing it cool just be cool just be regular yeah, <laughs> it's like, I, it ain't I, don't try to be cool, somebody like, you're not yeah, basically I was say, just be regular like just you awkward, be awkward. Like I'm being real, because there's girls that like they might think you being awkward is cute or something. You know what I'm saying? But if you try to be suave, and they ain't, they don't want no cool guy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like everybody is somebody for somebody. So you just gotta be you. I, I, I yeah, basically, just be yourself. Don't force it, and just. Just chill, man. Don't overthink it. Because once you start overthinking, you do dumb shit. And then you say stupid shit. And then you mess yourself up. And then there you go. And now you got Bruno over here trying to be Captain Saver O. Nah. <laughs> you know. Nah, you, you just stuck Chuck. That's all it is. He come in there with a cape. And he trying to be Superman. And now, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Swallowing, boo. Now you, now you DMing me talking about you want to fight my homeboy. Like, I can't <laughs> let you do that. <laughs> oh, this is real life. Hey, I, I can't let you do that, man. Y'all must nah. have went through this for real. <laughs> nah, not nah. even. Nah, I'm just playing. Situations. But, but nah, uh, just, if you like her, you know, throw it out there, just hint at it. I was thinking, eh, and she responded to it. That's your answer, really. <laughs> yeah, the first time. <laughs> it don't get no easier than that, you know. <laughs> but I bet you she don't turn down no uh, food, though. It don't matter how she feel about it. She ain't going to turn down no food. Maybe save, your, save your money. That's another. Save your money. Save your chicken, man. Protect your chicken. I know that from personal experience, man. I didn't I, I took some L's. Sounds like a lot of dates. I don't want to talk about it. Just know Certified lover boy. <laughs> you feel me? Yes, sir. You feel me? Hey, I, you I, said I Drake, you. your God, look at you. I related personally to that album, man. Mm. He was talking I to you, huh? I done took some L's, man. I, I ain't ashamed of it, man. I took a few L's. You know, it happens to the best of well, not weird, of course, but you know, it happens what? to normal people like me and B. What? You know, don't happen to what? weird. What? <laughs> hey, all we got to do is look at you, and it's pretty much a rap. <laughs> that's 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 the cap right there in itself. Say, you know, I was on the billboard, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, man, I, did, I met Diddy. You know, I was sitting with Diddy for a whole day. Bro. Look, <laughs> look how they get. <laughs> look how they get. That's they all you got to say. pretty much a rap, man. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, silly, man. That's funny. But, hey, Will, I want to. Thank you so much for coming out today. It really was a pleasure talking to you and getting to pick your brain a little bit. No sure. problem. Thank, thank the king. Nah, I thank King Julian. I don't know. You're very welcome. <laughs> oh my God. But no, nah, I appreciate y'all for real, though. And I know the other two hosts, man, was having some difficulties, but maybe when I could run it back with y'all another day, the whole squad here. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, it sounds like um, you want to come on for season two, though. Like, you trying to come on season two? Yeah, we're gonna talk. We're, I'm gonna um, we're gonna I'm gonna send y'all an invoice though. Look how they got quiet. They got quiet. Yeah, look. 
Y'all got quiet, then. We'll talk to you off the record. Yeah, I'm messing with y'all. Y'all know I'll pull back up. But yeah, but anything you want to promote before you leave? A brand, anything, you know what I'm saying? Anything you want to Yeah, man, people can go on crumbstocrowns.com, get some clothes. Follow me on Instagram, Whitson the King, W I D S O N T H E K I N G. You can follow Crumbs and Crowns on Instagram. Make sure y'all follow the Instagram for this podcast. Yes, sir. Um, Make sure y'all go follow bdgi.podcast. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And also, sorry to cut you off with, but <laughs> if you are interested in joining the team in any way, more than likely it's going to be a behind-the-scenes role. But if you're interested in joining, hit me up. We are always trying to expand. We're trying to make this y'all the still doing podcast. The, y'all still doing the OnlyFans? Huh? The, oh, hey, hey, wait, come on. I off heard the, about off the record. Off the record. Off the record. <laughs> off the record. <laughs> I, can help, I can help y'all recruit. Hey, man, off the record, man. Off nah, the record. I'm come snitching on. right now. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> nah. I'm just playing. No, I'm proud of y'all there, man. For real. Oh, man. I'm proud thank of y'all. You, thank you. Y'all been pulling my cord. They got scared when I pulled it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but nah man just just hit us up me or bruno or anybody else just hit up the podcast page if you're interested in joining the team in any way shape or form we are always trying to improve and grow the brand and just you know make this a worldwide thing slowly but surely and we do that by bringing on people like with the king the one and only the legendary you know so and also it's make sure y'all tune much, in man. next week <laughs> Make sure y'all tune in next week. We got a very another special guest, Amaris Robinson, coming in. She is TikTok famous. So if y'all if y'all know TikTok, go check her out. Amaris Robinson. She got some funny content. So y'all go check her out. And she also got her own little business going. So she hey she doing it both mean big both ways. So y'all go check that out. And also again, like I said, with thank you so much for coming in, man. I really don't think you know how much this means to me. It means a lot. So yeah. No, nah, for sure, bro. It's no problem. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I could help y'all out, bro. I'm excited to see this thing grow. So it's Yeah, man. Without dope, you, bro. without you, this never would have happened. So if anybody liked this podcast, this is the first man. thing. He was definitely on the phone for like an hour and a half talking and he was talking some sense into me. So he's definitely the person to think for real, for real. Nah, yeah. that's you. You still had to do it. I can't take credit for that. You still had to Execute it. So we here. So I don't want no credit for that. I'm happy for you. Uh, but don't give me no credit for that. I didn't do all this. I appreciate it, man. It means a lot it's coming from the goat himself. Maybe I can meet a P. Diddy one Oh my god. Look how they get. Hey, maybe I could tell a girl I was on a billboard one day. <laughs> I don't tell nobody that. I don't tell nobody that. Oh, it just show itself. Hey, just be like, go check the Instagram. Like, <laughs> no, no, not even. I don't tell nobody that because I don't want nobody to ask me for no money. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Factual, factual, factual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just tell, mm-hmm. just tell them you know Winston. That's all you got to do. Oh, yeah. Nah. You know, I'm just start doing that for sure, for sure. Nah. For sure. It might work. And then it might. <laughs> <laughs> it might while y'all playing. I'm like, hey, I had Wit on the podcast. I'm like, oh, my God, Winston? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's all we got to do. But, hey, man, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to episode three. Make sure y'all keep sending in the questions. Make sure y'all keep interacting with us on the social media page. We love it. And also, we are building a Twitter page and a Facebook page. So, if y'all on any of them apps, check us out. Continue to send me the questions on the Twitter. I mean, not the Twitter. I'm sorry, the Snapchat. And also, if you're interested in being an artist of the week, make sure you hit up Mr. Lightskin. Wherever he at, and he'll King Julian, Mr. Lightskin, and he'll get with you on that, man. So, we thank you yet again, Bruno. Yes, 
Yeah, whatever. Yeah, man. Salute to y'all boys, man. Y'all did a good job. I enjoyed this. So keep it going, bro. It's all about consistency. So I'm excited to see y'all keep going, man. Absolutely. Yes, sir. In two years, man, we're going to be one of the biggest podcasts out. Write it down. Mark it down. Hey. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Hey, peace out, everyone. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Yes, sir. Have a good night, everyone.